Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. Is it that time already? It's that time. It's about that time. For the one and only. It's time for the JoYo Podcast. It's kind of weird to call you Brett because I just know you by your last name. But what's up, buddy? How you doing? <laughs> Brett, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it, it, it is actually kind of weird. I was talking to uh, what well, we were just talking about. It was uh, with Chris, Chris Martinez, the one uh, podcast I was doing. It was actually weird to call him by his first name. We were talking about that. Like it's it's just kind of weird and bizarre. But I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm getting used to it. I'm getting used to it. Uh, <laughs> So, but dude, I've been, uh, I've been keeping up with you a little bit on Facebook here and there. Uh, and I guess a little bit on Instagram. I think you're, I, you're probably more active on Instagram. I think if I remember correctly, but, um, <laughs> you are, you're lifting. Like I remember we used to, I actually, you, you and I, we went to the gym a couple of times back, back way in the day. I remember that, but you kept going with it and you're like, actually you've done shows. You're actually doing bodybuilding now. That's correct. It's, uh, it's been, been a couple of years since my last actual competition, mm. uh, but I'll get into that. Like there's, there's been reasons like good, good and bad for not being on stage in a while. And yeah, uh, a lot of things have changed in those three years too. So I'm next, you know, next time around will be a whole different, uh, different approach pretty much. Okay. All right. Well, well, let's talk about when you were in though. I mean, when you were doing it, cause, um, I gotta tell you, yeah, you were shredded, bro. I, I, I remember seeing like you would have those side by side pictures. Um, like you would weigh the same amount. Like I, I remember specifically it was uh you basically cut out it was like a diet change. So you yeah. were you were like somewhere, I wanna say like two forty in both pictures, but it was a drastically different two forty. Um so just uh yeah let's just talk about that real quick like what does that what did that take for you to cut out uh, like certain diets or i guess certain certain foods in your diet to to get to that kind of shape so basically i i never had any real nutrition uh advice except for what i saw my friends posting like on social media and stuff so mm-hmm. uh, from what i gathered you know without steroids it meant i need to eat all the time and everything <laughs> <laughs> and I was told by one of my uh, competitive friends uh, back in my home state that uh, he told me, do not do cardio. Stay, stop doing cardio if you want to, you know, gain the real weight that you need to be able to be competitive. Right. So, I only did the bare minimum so I could pass my, you know, Navy PRTs. <laughs> and uh, that was it. And then uh, eventually I uh, messed my shoulder up lifting on the, you know, on the ocean on the, on the ship you know oh yeah that was on a frigate so like we felt like every wave pretty much so mm-hmm. and uh i think the free weights in the ocean combo uh might have did something to uh either my rotator cuff or labrum somewhere in there and it's caused me issues with strength and mobility on my uh, right side and which has been something that's like kept me from being able to really like have that true goal of trying to make it professional as a competitor until I get uh, some some kind of diagnosis telling me yes or no I need surgery or just like really extensive physical therapy and massage therapy and all you know the whole combo 
Right, right. I'm pretty much just waiting for the uh, hospital situation to calm down because uh, I'm not in any like huge rush to get any of that done. Yeah, true. Thankfully, uh, at home, we have uh, enough weights and like equipment out uh, down in our basement to where I've been working out consistently and it's uh, nothing crazy heavy, which has been great because it keeps me, you know, doing uh, everything correctly and not re-injuring things and staying with the progress that I can make, you know, hopefully if I don't end up needing surgery, then I'm doing everything right. But if I end up needing surgery, I'm going to have to restart the process after that. Oh man, I know that's, that's, I know guys that have had surgery and they've had to go through it. and and just starting over is can be um like a motivational killer you know what i oh, mean yeah. cuz yeah you're having a, it's like i've been at this point before and i'm having to redo that and it it can be really frustrating so i hope you don't need surgery i hope for for that you don't need it um, well i got to ask you man cuz um uh kudos to the right shoulder cuz that was me too uh, I messed up my right shoulder, uh, and I, I don't know if I told you this either, but it was before you and I were in San Diego. Um, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that was one thing that it, yeah, it still bothers me. So I have to really be careful. Um, so was it like a, what kind of a pain did you get? Was it like a sharp shooting pain or was it just like a numb or kind of thing like that? Uh, more like a really tight uh, numbness, I guess. Uh, a lot of just felt like it needed to be, you know, broken up. Like a lot of tissue in there. It was just bulking yeah. and up. And uh, there was never any like one day where it was like all of a sudden I'm injured. It just kind of like ha- like happened. Like I just noticed it one day. I couldn't really press any weight on like the incline press anymore. And, you know, shoulder pressing like. And then like my stuff looked uneven and, you know, my Ooh. right right front delt became like humongous and my right pec like you know it's like disappeared up top wow and my delt was compensating for that on pressing yeah and it just became a mess i was super uneven and i ended up fixing it as best as i could before actually competing and i just like dealt with it because i knew you know it's pretty much like years of ther- therapy and surgery <laughs> or before i could ever see the stage or just go ahead and do it see what happens and uh, I was able to, you know, do well enough to, you know, place well and, you know, beat a lot of people and, you know, uh, be like proud of myself and like the way I looked and whatnot. But mm. with those uh, injuries and, you know, uh, mobility issues holding me back from being able to actually develop my right side the way I would want my left, then like that's keeping me from being able to truly bring home a first place and feel like I earned it. And then also, be confident enough to bring that to a national stage and so on yeah so i'm pretty much just like holding off for like i said like whenever they can tell me yes or no and you know basically what's wrong with me and how to fix it mm-hmm. that's what fully plan for uh you know trying to outdo what i've already done so. yeah yeah man um so what 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 wanted you or what in you were like was like yeah i just want to i just want to pick up heavy things and put them back down for like a living. Like what, what was that? Where did that come from? I think the root of it was probably like, I know uh, my dad was a boxer growing up. So I always had that, like, I, mm. I wanted to be like tough, like vibe. Like I want to be oh, able to like, yeah. gas if I needed to or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, in high school, 
I, uh, I noticed I was like decent at uh, weightlifting. And <clears throat> we actually were like, it was the first time my school started like powerlifting club. Oh, cool. And, and I did okay on the high school powerlifting team and like went, went to States and, you know, didn't, didn't do whole, whole soup. You know, I don't even think I played in States, but like I made also, yeah. uh, to me that was like super cool as like a 16 year old. And then, uh, when I went into the Navy, like that military stereotype, I happened to like, you know, you know, be, be strong, be tough or whatever to make it through this, that, right. I just carried that. Plus, uh, I always played sports growing up, like football, and uh, every year up until I graduated. And then when I went to boot camp, it was the exact same time football season would have been. So I just kind of like kept that up. And when I got out, I'm like, well, I need something to do like physically. And uh, you know, I, all I've known a lot about powerlifting. And then I met some friends uh, near my hometown uh, right before boot camp that actually were competitive, uh, competitive bodybuilders. And they're the ones who, uh, there's a guy named Cody. He worked at the front desk. <clears throat> I'd never seen anyone's forearms so, like, just jacked. Like, <laughs> massive. But the guy was only, like, maybe, I don't know, five foot five at the most. Like, he wasn't a humongous dude, but he was, like, a meatball, you know? Yeah. Threaded. Like, he wasn't, like, big and, like, fat like you'd seen, like, the world's strongest man type of guys look like, you know? Right. Like, I just saw those forearms and he wasn't like 40 years old. He was only, he was in his like young twenties. I'm like, Holy shit. I want to, I want to have that vibe. You know? like, <laughs> I wanna, like, I really lift things. And right. I remember he right in my eye with like a really, he had a really friendly vibe. He wasn't like scary or threatening. He was like teddy bear. Mm -hmm. He looked at me like, right in the face and he's like, what are you hitting today, man? And like, no one ever really like, you know, that never occurred to me like that someone was interested in what I was working out, you know, or like what I was about to do in the gym when I walked in. Yeah. And, Cause that was like right before like the social media bodybuilding, like epidemic kind of went down and like <laughs> fitness became like a huge, like trend kind of, you know? Yeah. Or like, it was kind of unheard of to be like approached by a friendly bodybuilder and be like, and like have him ask my little 17 year old ass, like, you know, <laughs> Hey, you're working out. <laughs> I saw his pictures. He had a, another like guy that he like coached that like, dropped like 150 like pounds like from obese to bodybuilding competitive and nice he's one of my best friends nowadays like especially for bodybuilding yeah. but uh seeing like that transformation that he had and seeing uh like a real life bodybuilder in the flesh and it wasn't like on it, it didn't look unattainable like when i saw them mm. i was like that looked realistic like i could maybe make that happen with you know a few years of hard work and dedication because all i had before that was like the movies and magazines of these you know freakazoids who are <laughs> 25 years and they're all 300 pounds and shredded and it's like wow you know good luck i'll never look like that <laughs> and i saw those real life bodybuilders right in front of me at the desk of the ymca and i was just like yeah, man, I think I could do that too, you know, and I didn't have anything else to do after boot camp sport wise, like I said. So, yeah, it was kind of just like a domino effect, like being in San, Di San Diego and going up to uh, LA and seeing Muscle Beach for the first time and like Arnold's like Gold's Gym, you know, all those like yeah school, you know, vibes. That was when I uh, learned that Arnold actually was a competitive bodybuilder and like the greatest to ever do it. You know, I knew he was like a muscle head and in the movies and whatnot, but I didn't know what like bodybuilding was a sport and that he was like the, you know, godfather of it basically, you know? Yeah. So that's, it was, that's, that's, one uh, yeah. One thing after another, man, that sounds, uh, that sounds awesome though. Like I know, um, 
I got up there to Venice one time. Unfortunately, there wasn't a lot of people there, but um, that would have been kind of crazy. I did see one guy when I was up there, almost inhuman. Like, like this dude had to have been six six, looking like LeBron James, just panther like, you know, just huge. And like yeah. his 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 like shoulders and everything were just enormous. I don't even know if he had a neck. So it was just, it was uh, like I just saw him, and I'm just like I'm not messing with that guy. <laughs> but oh, dude, that's crazy, man. But I, I will say that um, from just following you, I, I have noticed that like yeah, you uh, you definitely did like you've been putting in a lot of work. I saw a couple of your um. Uh, your competition photos and uh, I gotta ask though man what is that like going up there you're like half naked you you literally get sprayed bronze right is that what I remember seeing you get sprayed before you go up there yes yes sir (laughs) so (laughs) so in the class that I compete in like it's like as exposed as you can possibly be that's just like open bodybuilding that's the you know speedo posing trunks the banana head you know, whatever you want to call it. And they have a few other classes, like the board shorts, and then they have one kind of between the board shorts and the, and the speedos, like, you know, halfway up the thigh. Yeah. And I do that class. That, that's, like, my main class, like, now, because the bodybuilding class is, like, the, you know, really heavy, really huge guys, and they actually have a weight limit for the classic physique, uh, is what it's called. Mm. So, which the goal of that uh, category was to create – like a more realistic uh, eye appealing aesthetic approach to it rather than just being like the biggest and possibly, you know, like as humongous as you can be with no weight limit. So on your height, they have a max weight, which keeps people from being gigantic. You know, (laughs) it's more realistic for guys like me who aren't taking performance enhancers and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I got to (laughs) say, yeah. Other ones I've seen, some of these guys look just, stupid i'm like why would oh like i don't right. know i've yeah like that like the, all the veins are popping and they're just like even their biceps look unnatural i'm like what are you doing man i think you got a little too big there <laughs> I, I agree i think uh i think i got lucky to be honest uh the navy kind of set me up for success in staying away from drugs because uh I got the time. I was way too busy in the Navy to consider uh, being competitive on stage uh, compared to like my friends back home who, you know, were competing pretty much when I got out of boot camp. Yeah. The good thing about that was I, I was a lot more impressionable then. And I definitely probably would have considered taking, you know, some kind of injectable or something uh, during like 18, 19, 20, uh, you know, to get my body to where I felt, I felt confident enough to compete. But luckily, you know, I wasn't able to even consider a diet for, for competing until I was, you know, damn near 23. Mm-hmm. So I'd already spent, you know, four to six years developing my body uh, naturally to where I felt like I had enough size to compete against anybody, you know, uh, just with, you know, the years that, of experience that I used. So, uh, so that was like, really, yeah, because at that point I knew like the negative effects and I just you know, didn't, didn't really feel like going down that road. And, uh, at that point not to need to, so I wasn't, I didn't feel like pressured by it. And I actually took like pride in you know, going head to head with the guys who were, you know, beating. There you go. Yeah. More fun for me. 
This <laughs> it sounds like it, man. I um I remember getting kind of like the same advice. I remember earlier you mentioned that if you weren't gonna take performance enhancing, uh, that you were just gonna have to like eat all the time. Uh, and I'm definitely in that boat because uh, I was uh there was somebody else that I was talking to, kind of like my stature, and he said for like any normal human being they'd have to intake was it like two to four thousand calories i think two thousand is the average and then four thousand if like you want more and so we always kind of joked around that we're me and him would have to take in like six to eight every single day just to put anything on and i was like that just sounds like work man i just i don't think i'd want to I wouldn't want my my eating habits to then be work. I'm like, ah, oh, I, I I might just have to live with it, man. <laughs> it becomes that like it becomes a chore. It's like, oh, you know, just another thing you have to do. If like food starts to become not, like not even like tasty, it's just like for function. Like you know, <laughs> this one's this one will be good before bed. You know, like, <laughs> this one will be long lasting carb rather than like you know quickly digested and use useless for my future workout today. <laughs> Instead of like having to like think, you know, process each like meal like that and looking at it as like, uh, you know, tools that you're using, it like you just the whole like taste and enjoying a meal out the window. <laughs> Dang, man, that's crazy. Um, and I'm, I'm seeing you're drinking something now. What are you drinking right now? What is that? Body armor. Body <laughs> armor. Is that, uh, was that like one of those, uh, vitamin water things or is it a actual I energy think- drink? They just call it uh, self-entitled super drink, apparently. <laughs> but uh, superior hydration. It's just like a bunch of uh, electrolytes. Oh, like, so like a Gatorade kind of thing. Pretty much like Gatorade okay. with all the sugar and like other crap. So mm. filled with uh, it's like coconut water, I guess. A uh, bunch of like uh, B vitamins. It's only mm. ninety calories. So okay so so is that something you're so now that you you were talking about like food and and it's like work and everything so you're you're definitely very cognizant of looking at everything before you eat it or is it did you get to a point where it's like all right i'm just gonna eat everything as much as i've been kind of on and off uh since since uh since my competitive days i i haven't really like kept a huge track of it i've been conscious enough uh there's been times of the year where i feel like uh, leaning out a little bit or i just know that i don't really feel like eating a whole lot <laughs> like uh you know uh adamant about track you know keeping up with like i'm making sure i eat enough in the day and uh and eating that extra mile like that it can be exhausting so uh there's been times where uh where i haven't really cared much about the diet at all and it's mm. uh, been, a, been a lot to do with like my shoulder and uh, issue and like not being able to do that without fixing it to where I haven't really uh, been extremely on track and up until maybe this past like winter I got kind of back on board <laughs> with with things yeah but I, I'm pretty hard I, 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 I got down as light as uh, 178 back in November oh wow oh yeah and now I'm back up to 210 and uh something we can talk about uh, later too is I've actually been almost a hundred percent vegan for a few months now. Okay. All right. Yeah. So um, I got all, now you just got all these questions. You got, (laughs) I've got all these questions about that because I've, I've heard about that because this isn't the first time I've heard about that. Um, 
like so there's a guy that I rolled jujitsu with. He's he mentioned he's on like this vegan diet. And I I I just cannot imagine life without meat. Like I gotta have me some chicken every now and then. Right. And so so how hmm. All right, let's start off with this. What made you switch to that uh, to a vegan diet? What made you do that? So to be completely honest, I I'm I'm a very selfish dude, <laughs> and <laughs> I, at first I was like really hesitant about the uh, effort it was going to take to become vegan because mm. I just knew like I knew what it would take to be vegan. It just looked hard. It looked like frustrating, and I had yeah. a lot of other hard frustrating stuff going on so i'm like not yet man you know like, <laughs> i was like i want to sure but not yet right and i just wasn't really willing to take on the challenge because i didn't i didn't know enough yet and then uh lucky for me my girlfriend who is basically my wife you know we've, we've been together a couple years living together a couple years okay uh, she, she's an amazing cook in general and uh oh lucky she, you yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, lactose intolerant mm. and uh, that became more of a prevalent issue uh, in, uh, recently and she uh, ended up just cutting all dairy out and being vegetarian and then she's never really liked meat that much except for like venison because she grew up her dad was you know always giving her venison so she's never really liked beef and then like chicken you know it, it needs to be like cooked by her or like someone like homemade because like uh, like frozen chicken is an absolute no, you know, like anything like a frozen meal, like, like a frozen chicken Alfredo is like, she'll put all the chicken pieces out, you know, like, yeah. So in general, like she wasn't that fond of like meat and poultry and stuff. So it was pretty easy for her to start considering going vegan. Okay. So, so we started buying like little by little things, uh, in the vegan category for, you know, mostly just her. And then I was so busy with my other job that, it was easy to just stick to what I knew and let her like try what, she, you know, what, uh, what she was doing. And then like me try things here and there. And once we, once she like discovered what like the good cheese was and like the good deli slice, you know, imitations and like yeah. the good you know, this and that, uh, that's when it was like, okay, you know, it kept opening my mind up more and more to like, okay, this is not bad at all. And I never really thought it, I wouldn't like the taste, like, especially after the Navy, you know, it's like, oh, this is a cheeseburger. I trust you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> Got it. You know, like, so it's like, it was easy for me to just like, as long as it looks right, I can at least convince myself that it's right. And, uh, but it turns out a lot of the stuff we've been trying is actually super good anyway. But the, the turning point for me was this restaurant called Taco Bros, uh, here in like near Detroit. And, uh, they have like a decent little array of vegan options. And one of them is called brat dogs. Like, and they're just brats, okay. but they're, but they're made out of that beyond meat or whatever, you know, that, that beyond brand. Be okay. And, uh, I was like, okay, I haven't had a brat in a while. And like, I'm sure the seasonings and stuff's going to be really good on it. It should be mm -hmm. pretty good. And uh, <clears throat> it turned out to be like, like some of the most, you know, like amazing food I'd had in a long time. And it was, <sighs> so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, tr I'll go try everything else. We eventually found like a really good burger, uh, really good like hot dogs to make at home, mm -hmm. really, uh, really good vegan pizza. We just started like getting all these check in the boxes of like, okay, what do I like that, you know, that I want, what I'm going to miss a lot, you know? Yeah. So then we go try to find the vegan version of that. And then we like, tr you know, 
try to find the best like brands to make it out of, you know, or whatever. Mm. <clears throat> like pretty much the only thing I can think of that we haven't like successfully like made yet is tuna that I miss. <laughs> but but <laughs> other than that, like literally I'm like almost eating like a child half the time to get these calories in. Like I'm literally oh, wow. eating like, like hot dogs and hamburgers, but it's all plant-based and, you know, with vegetables and it's just like healthy, but it's still like a burger. It's awesome. <laughs> I feel like it's, that's definitely the movement. I'm looking at this right now. I had to see, I had to find this beyond meat stuff. Okay. So it's meaty dishes there like burgers. Okay. But it's just like plant-based stuff, which I saw oh. the, what is it? Is it like Wendy's or Burger King? I think Burger King, Burger King definitely has like a, a Whopper like that now. Yeah impossible burger or yeah whatever something like that yeah i've seen i've seen those commercials so i i i think there's gonna be a lot more of that coming around i actually recommend getting that too it's like i've gotten that's that's totally like my fast food like dirty go-to like as far as like a vegan burger is the impossible uh one because it's just good like i literally can't even taste the difference i have to like look at it like like is this meat (laughs) you know like like, (laughs) interesting how you Chick- you would miss chicken like now and again like we just recently found uh these like uh little chicken uh sandwich grilled like fried chicken sandwich like sliders uh from this frozen brand i can't think of the name but uh they were like just like so confusingly delicious like it was like the <laughs> uh, bitten into like a mcdonald's <laughs> i was like i was like oh my god <laughs> you know so we're like god are these like so it's just like things like that like once you find your brand it's like you won't you, you don't you don't even really look back so. that's cr- I've, I've never i i want to i want to remember that one confusingly delicious like that's i don't think i've heard anybody <laughs> say that before <laughs> no, i can't believe it's not butter like thing but like oh there you go yeah like half of food seasonings anyway you know mm. <laughs> yeah man well and 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 I had to actually be a lot more uh, mindful of what I was eating because I was I was um, I th- I'm pretty sure in my family like my gr- my grandmother had diabetes so I think I've been told that it's it's hereditary in my family and mm-hmm. I recently the VA well like, it was a while back and for anybody listening I've said this already in another podcast but um, mm-hmm. my cholesterol was really high. Like the, they, there's like a window range, like 145 to like 200, 200 is like the max they, they like to have that at. And I have no idea what that measures or how it's just some number. Like, so I was all right. All right. So I was at 199 at one point. And then a few months later I go back and I was at 204. Oh geez. So I, I was confused by this. So I was like, I don't understand how a guy like me has got high cholesterol and yet my blood pressure is still spot on. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, I had to start cutting out a lot of stuff and thankfully it got, I cut it down. And I think within the last, last year, uh, it went all the way back down to 145. So I was, I was pretty stoked about that, but, um, yeah, that's huge. That's yeah, it was, I was very excited, very, very excited. Cause I'm, I got a little nervous, very, very nervous. I was like, um, I, I'm not even 40 yet. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I want to see 40. I wouldn't mind it. That would be nice. Right. So the, so, but the, this, this vegan stuff, man. So, so how long have you been doing it? Uh, I, I haven't officially been a hundred percent vegan yet. Oh, I've okay. been like 
uh, 90, 90, 95, 90-ish percent, like, <laughs> okay. most of the time. Like, uh, how I mentioned tuna, like, I had some of uh, uh, family members, like, homemade tuna salad, uh, macaroni salad, you know, yeah. the other day. So, like, there's, like, very small exceptions here and there, mm-hmm. or, like, uh, accidents or whatever, but, but I haven't, I knew I didn't want to completely go cold turkey all at once, because I, I wanted to just, like, have, like, a slow adjusting period and, like, mm. not talk about it. And, uh, but if I've been pretty much at like 95%, uh, you know, vegan, mm. like, uh, definitely like a hundred percent vegetarian for a while. Mm. And it's been, uh, it's been like a little, as far as bodybuilding goes, I have to be a little more conscious about how I'm eating. Cause it's, it's a lot easier to uh, eat enough without thinking about it when you're just eating anything and everything and not you know worrying about animal products or whatever. Mm-hmm. Once you start uh, cutting out animal products, it's a, you really got to look for uh, things that are going to get you enough protein uh, all throughout your day. So mm-hmm. it's it's not like a huge like no one needs an absurd amount of protein. Like all those all those you know, rumors are just ridiculous. Like you you know the whole like one per pound is okay, but you can you honestly only need a little bit less than that. Like I weigh two hundred ten pounds, and I would be really comfortable on about one hundred ninety grams of protein a day, like easily. And like not losing any muscle, I probably could build muscle on that. Yeah. So, like I've heard 100, the same thing. Uh, crazy, you know. Yeah, I and I have. I've heard that same thing about protein. Like a lot of, a lot of people. Because I, I remember when I first started lifting. You know, when we would go back to the gym all those years ago. You know, I was all like, oh, I got to get the protein, man. Where you know all these shakes all the time, and like and um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and then. Yeah, within the last couple of years, I've been getting that advice. Like, you, you really don't. You, it's not like you need all this protein because uh, no. you can have too much, actually. And I've I've learned that myself is uh, um, that if you, especially whenever you start getting protein in like the urine and things like that, that's that's when things are bad. So um, that was one thing that I I had to kind of actually learn myself. Uh, so I'm I'm 100 on on board with you there. It was, kind of cut down on some of the protein and and just uh find i don't know alternatives i guess is the word but um uh so but do you feel different with it like like um like i don't know like a lot of people say that when you change your diet maybe when you cut out meat i don't know you feel lighter or something or you feel do you know what i mean like well i think it's really been uh hard to tell like officially just because of uh this whole like stay at home quarantine COVID-19 that's true Uh, yeah so so, like I haven't like needed a whole lot of energy so uh and I haven't had a whole lot of like opportunity to go like running you know or or, like I'm I'm not a runner anyway but I I like to do like treadmill cardio if I ever do cardio so like no treadmill no cardio for me pretty much (laughs) so I don't know. It's just like, there's like little things to where I don't really have, haven't had enough to do to really tell like my energy levels. But, uh, as far as I'm uh, aware of, they haven't changed. If anything, they're a little better. I think my mental health has improved, uh, like a little as well, which is like another thing that's really hard to tell because I've been just at home, like hanging out doing like playing video games. So <laughs> like, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I recently quit, uh, the job that I quit back in March. I, uh, 
it was like a that was a bad breakup basically like you know i put i put a lot into a, my basket and then like just got screwed over pretty much it was just a waste of my time and like mm. got my feelings hurt and whatnot so <laughs> I, I walking away from that one and it was just all negative but but it was really nice to end that and i got my old job back at the nonprofit animal shelter which is just super relaxing i can have a beard and wear jeans to work it's you know it's so relaxing and especially part-time with school now so like that's been like a good good vibe for mental health you know in comparison to what this past winter with the old job so it's hard to tell like what veganism has done for my mental health because it could be an improving, but also I've been relaxing. So it's hard to tell there. Right. So, like that's, that's been like the biggest issues. I haven't been able to have like a really good look at like how it's been changing like my you know, health or my life because of COVID-19. But yeah, I feel no different. Like as far as negative, like I, I don't feel like exhausted. I have, uh, I've been having really, really good workouts in my basement and I have pretty like normal equipment. Like I, I almost have, you know, like a whole gym, like for the most part down there. So <laughs> I know so really, I, I know so many people that would be so jealous of you right now. I'm probably one of them because yep. <laughs> uh, the only, the only thing I have is a resistance band. Uh-huh. And so I had to get creative and like, uh, I was telling a, a buddy of mine, uh i don't know if he was being serious or facetious um he tends to joke around sometimes but either way uh like we were at the we there's a there's a river right over here that they do they do tubing at and i went this past weekend with some buddies and so we're getting the sun and everything and my shirt comes off and my buddy's just like oh damn josh you working out and i'm like kinda (laughs) kinda so yeah, I try and, you know, do what I can. So I was like, you know, I just got calisthenic workouts workouts and like a resistance band. Like I'll do like push-ups mm. and um like the wide and narrow grips and whatnot. And then uh, I'll I can use the the resistance band for like shoulder press, yeah. uh, bicep curls, things like that. Uh and then I I'll just do like squats, you know, just like body squats. um you know what i mean so i'll I'll do that and that one's more like a like uh i don't know like a a quadruple set you know i'll do like both push-ups and then i'll do my my uh shoulder press and then i'll do my biceps and then i'll do um the side like shoulder raises and all those and i'll do do my squats i'll do that all back to back to back and i'll do that like four times and like that'll be my workout and by the end of it like I feel good and worked out, you know, it really only takes about, I don't know, 30 to 40 minutes or so. Yeah. So, but like, <laughs> yeah, sucks doing like, there's no point. Like you've got some people in there who think it's like necessary to be like doing like two, two hour workouts. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like That's one thing long. that I noticed too. Yeah. Like I, I don't like being in the gym for an extended period of time. You know what I mean? If I can't get in and out in like an hour, then I just feel like I'm doing too much. Yeah, exactly. Like hour, hour at the most hour and a half. If you're taking your sweet time, like before and after hitting the sauna or whatever. Yeah. like hour 45 minutes to an hour, actually like from start to finish of a workout, it's like more than enough. Yeah yeah oh yeah speaking of the sauna like i I did that with you one time uh i I hated it but uh (laughs) so why the sauna though like what what uh, is it just kind of like an alternative to cardio to help 
you know, burn like fat or something or how, what, how does that work out for you? Well, not necessarily for like burning fat and cardio. It just makes you uh, sweat a lot. So it's really good for your immune system, uh, especially right now. Like if you have access, uh, COVID-19 hates, you know, the heat kills the bacteria. So it's like, okay. Like, perfect for what's going on in the world right now mm, mm-hmm. uh, i always liked it because it's just uh in general like it's got those health benefits for mm. like I said, your, your immune system and getting things like getting your pores open and uh sweating out anything like in your system and uh really just like you know opening up your airway to help help you breathe like I, I, steam rooms especially get good for that but uh, it's really just been like really relaxing it's almost like therapeutic like after a while like it became it almost became like a like you know like every single you know it was like a, almost like religious to like hit the song like, <laughs> every time like i had to you know right right i mean that makes sense now that you mentioned that that the i could see the steam room i know the the one that we went to was like a it was just a dry one it didn't have the steam it was just the heat yeah um, and I think that's why I hated it because I it was like burning my nostrils. I I couldn't breathe that well. I was like, oh my god, I can't. I think I was in there for I don't even think five minutes, and I was already complaining. I was like, Brett, no, no, we, we got to get out of here, bro. I got to get out. So, um, I'll look into that though. I might need to look into that. But um, I think it takes a minute to get used to it. It might help too if you find like a like an essential oil like eucalyptus to put on like the coals or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that'll help like open up you know make it a little more comfortable to breathe probably in there yeah that's crazy that so do you think that really does help though like do you find yourself getting sick like not never. even that often never no never i uh yeah i haven't been sick in years <laughs> but <laughs> I, think, I think it's a combination of like uh like the diets and vitamins and like the consistent like keeping my immune system like strong by you know working yeah, out true yeah that's okay. kind of like been like a little anything and everything but another right. answer like why am i a bodybuilder <laughs> just, okay it just like automatically benefits my life without me thinking about it well i mean no that makes sense i mean i do know because i've seen uh like pictures and like videos of guys like there was one dude i saw he was like 70 years old and he was just jacked and mm. and he i mean he definitely looked old but i wouldn't say he looked 70 you know um so i definitely i can see the health benefits um you know your body doesn't break down as easily um you you stay healthy for a little bit longer uh that is of course god forbid you know something i guess like if covid gets you you know something outside of your control comes around but um i i have seen that though that there are those benefits um and is that something now whenever you weighed all these options uh was it was it just the like oh man i just want to do this and then all like as far as the health benefit of it is that just one of those kind of byproducts like oh yeah this is just one of those other cool things or was it something that maybe you actually thought of like oh well maybe i should do this because i do also want to be healthy for an extended period of time yeah i think uh i think they're kind of it was like the uh double like you know like double win i guess like when i like you yeah. know we couldn't have like one without the other so like especially drew like uh each goal made it made them even more like uh possible and like made me more conscious of them so, like mm-hmm. once i realized like 
cool. Bodybuilding is a sport, you know, that, that I can do and keep up with. And, you know, and like that can be like my new football or whatever. And then it was like, okay, this sport, you know, healthy, or is it going to kill me? <laughs> and then I looked up and it's like, wow, this is actually super, you know, super beneficial, you know, as long as I don't, uh, you know, do a lot of harmful, like, you know, drugs and like go, go that route with it. And then, right. you know, it'll be nothing but good as long as I don't you know, damage my body lifting or whatever. True. All right. What, uh, well, what is, um, are you looking, would you consider that? Cause you've been doing this now for a, a few years. You, you're talking like you want to keep doing it, you know, as long as you figure out the shoulder after a while, would you, are you like one of those kinds or kinds of people that would want to do like uh like a lifestyle coach kind of thing, maybe down the road, you know, like uh, going to like a training position or something, something like that. Uh, I've thought about that. Uh, there, there's, certain certifications that I learned about like this past year that I could actually become certified as a bodybuilding coach or a powerlifting coach. <clears throat> and I've coached a few different people uh, on and off my girlfriend being one of them. And uh, each of them have done uh, really well, but I don't have any like certifications in anything. So I've like, I've had that interest. Like eventually I want to do something, some kind of program like online and, uh, get certified. I don't know if I want to be like a trainer, like a one-on-one, uh, like just a regular personal trainer for like just anybody and everybody. I think, I think I want to eventually be like really specific, like, you know, hire that guy if you want to get shredded for a bodybuilding competition and like do well, you know, like, right, right. You know, like that specifically, like, you know, only like competitive, you know, people to do that. Cause I learned that I really just don't like per- doing the personal trainer thing. Like, because uh, people are like just uh, really like unpredictable and life is unpredictable and it's hard to hold the account accountable for that too. And like, you don't know what's going on with them and dieting ain't easy. You know, I know that myself <laughs> people in general, isn't that fun. So it's like, I, I don't know. I just haven't, I don't really think being a personal trainer, I don't want to put myself out there like asking people to <laughs> ask me to train them because that's just oh. a nightmare. Uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, I got to ask that because, um, so I got, <clears throat> I guess, I don't know, kind of, I guess an advice question because I have heard yeah. certain things, uh, like you were mentioning earlier, you still do like squats and everything. And I got a buddy of mine swears by him like, Oh yeah, I got to squat heavy, got to squat heavy. So, um, I've, <clears throat> I've heard, you know, like the benefits and everything. Um, and I stopped squatting because, uh, well, I messed up my lower back and ever since then squatting just scares me. So I'll just do like a leg press or some jazz, but, um, I've also heard some negatives about it when it comes to like your knees. So, um, I didn't know if you'd heard anything about that. So I just want to ask you what your thoughts are on squatting and then uh some of these other arguments saying like calisthenics for your legs might be better considering the impact that squatting might have on your on your knees specifically Uh, i think i think like if uh i don't personally think that if if you're using the right form and getting enough uh, range of motion in your squats and uh, getting at least a little bit of uh, calisthenic, like simple biking or, you know, simply walking on a treadmill uh, or just being on your feet all day, walking around at work, even just doing that, 
I don't think uh, squatting would ever be bad for someone's knees unless they develop like a genetic, you know, issue or whatever. Mm. But I do think heavy, heavy squats consistently can uh, cause, you know, knee issues. Cause I, I don't think any amount of stretching and mobility work can keep up with consistent, heavy, heavy squats for years. I just think it's a, you know, you can maybe do that for like two years and then you should probably let off the gas and like, you know, like <laughs> repair or like, you know, pick a new hobby. Mm-hmm. But, uh, cause it's just, that's, that's just a lot of strain on your body and on your joints. And it's, uh, unfair to try to push and push enough food and vitamins and stretching to try to keep up with that. It's just, I don't think anybody has time for that. Yeah, but, I know. Right. But, uh, I definitely, I don't think one is better than the other as far as like being in better shape or building better legs using, you know, just machines or doing barbell squats or anything. I, I've, I've always done both and I've had to take a break from barbell squatting for a while at a time because I tore my hamstring right after my last competition. And, mm-hmm. uh, so just think things like that. I've had to change up my, my routines and go strictly, uh, different machines and stuff like that instead and i've never ever found a disadvantage same thing if you train smart and train hard on those machines then you know your legs will develop you know better than someone who squats super heavy so right okay all right uh because yeah i mean that's that's one thing that uh i was kind of interested in anytime there's like this divide between something you know i uh i'm just because i can understand it because with the with the squatting now you were talking about range of motion that's one thing that and again just personally for me um i'm worried about i'm not that flexible and like my squatting is uh like it's weird like i i can't go very deep unless i you know my my feet are literally a little more in than shoulder width apart um Uh and i always feel like i have to have my my feet further out to base myself better. Do you know what I mean? But when I do that, you know, I'm not that flexible and I just feel like I can't get that, like that real deep squat. So I don't know if it's just my form or what, I don't want to turn this into like, you know, Brett is coaching Josh here on how to lift, but these are just some things that I was thinking about. And so I didn't know. Uh, Uh, It sounds like uh, you uh, you're going to have to pretty much like uh, work on opening your hips up a lot more from what it sounds like. Like you, you might yeah. have a, uh, an issue from something like in the past or whatever too, but you might just be like, uh, like uh, wound up to where uh, like a little bit of stretching and uh, you know, wide, you know, really like opening up your hip flexors might end up uh, allowing you to get like, you know, full all the way down <clears throat> when, even when standing closer. So I used to have a, a issue where I couldn't even do like a front squat stance where you're like narrow, you know, yeah. shoulder. I couldn't even consider that. It just felt really weird to me. And then I uh, eventually ended up training, uh, like warming up a little better on my leg days and make, making sure I was uh, really emphasizing uh, depth when, when doing my wide stance stuff and eventually got uh, my legs able to where uh, I can squat, you know, that pretty much any, st- any, uh, narrow stance and still go all the way down with like it's a little more difficult because it's not my favorite squat stance but <laughs> no but well you're actually you're uh you're mentioning a lot of things that uh, i've already i mean i have heard um 
specifically with me is, uh, and this is actually a good advice for any general person out there. If you've got like tight hip flexors and hamstrings, uh, you should probably loosen those up. Um, because that's one thing that I've learned very recently is that, um, like I was at the, when it was for my lower back, they were looking into, you know, what was going on and she was moving my legs around. She goes, yeah, you got really tight hamstrings and hip flexors. So, yeah. uh, so yeah, I've been, uh, trying to do my best with that. And then, uh, jujitsu has helped out. Um, there's certain exercises that you can do that my coach showed me. Um, cause he knows, he goes, uh, Hey, come here. This is going to help with your hips and mm -hmm. like certain things that you do and everything um and it certainly does help because after i'm done doing this one exercise my hips are literally on fire so <laughs> so it's, it definitely helps so um so you were mentioning like with your legs and i i think that's a big thing too anytime you're doing anything with your legs because it is such a very large uh, uh muscle group uh, do you do a lot more stretching like now as to opposed to like before I guess you well, since you were mentioning you kind of noticed that like do you how much stretching do you get in uh, nowadays uh, after the hamstring injury I've paid a lot more attention to stretching and uh, and like function rather than uh, ego lifting for weight and mm -hmm. so I'd say I've been stretching pretty consistently for probably a little over a year now, uh, at least 10 minutes, almost every single day. And it's almost entirely leg stretching mm -hmm. and uh, a little bit of my uh, shoulder too, but uh, it's mostly, mostly just like leg and lower back stretching. And uh, I, I probably get at least five to 10 minutes a day and nowadays. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's key right there. I had to. I definitely would say it helped too. Like uh, as yeah. far as you know, being, when I started, it was really difficult to, you know, bend down and, uh, just, you know, touch my toes in general. And now I can put my hands flat on the ground and hold it there. And it's not that difficult. So, yeah, I, I definitely need to get on that more. Cause I've never been able to touch my, my toes ever since mm -hmm. I was a kid. Like, they're like, I right, bend down, touch your toes. I'm like, Nope, that's not, that's not happening. I don't know. Yeah. I can, I can probably get, I don't know, maybe down to my ankle. Maybe. I don't know. But um, I do know that one thing, and I don't know, maybe is this kind of a thing that you noticed as well, maybe with just your lifting, some other things that I've noticed is um, with your, and not just with the injury that you're talking about with shoulders, but your, um, your hunched shoulders. Like, I don't know if you've noticed anything with like your, your posture. Um, is that something that you've, you're, you kind of, you're, I know cognizant of as well whenever you're lifting is like you you want to uh because one of the things that i always notice when i go to the gym and this is i, I guess this is just because we're guys we we love arm day because it's yeah. like it's our day man it's what it's just like yes this is what we live for so <laughs> um these just like dudes, <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so uh i see these guys doing curls and they're like they're just throwing it you know what I mean? And I'm like, ah, I just feel like you're doing that wrong, man. So like, there, was there a point, like, have you noticed anything about maybe just on shoulders, your posture? Like w when was a point that maybe you noticed it, if at all? Well, I never, I never noticed a po uh, posture change. Uh, I've always uh, kind of naturally like walked with my like chest out anyway, like uh, apparently you know, according to what I've been told, whatever. <laughs> and, uh, 
but the the shoulder issue from from the navy uh made me i don't know if i was ever doing anything wrong i really think it was just the ocean that messed me up but <laughs> that made it let's say uh previously i was paying attention to really good form like being 75 percent cognificent about it (laughs) (laughs) cognizant then uh let's say i went from 75 to like 115 percent now and i have like absolutely no choice but to do nothing but focus on form otherwise i'm i feel like i'm wasting my time now because Mm. uh, i've gotten to the point where i like I know, I just know like for sure I cannot and will not get better until I fix the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And the only way to do that is to like be 150% in tune with like how my form is like during every second of every rep of every set. So mm-hmm. it, it used to be miserable, but I've ended up like, I've learned to kind of like zone out to it and like control things a little better. Uh, but it's been like a long, like over a year now of hardly touching any like heavy weight and just working on form only. So I, I definitely am a huge like advocate of proper form because otherwise you're just going to end up like me with a missing upper right <laughs> shoulder. Yeah, man. No, I mean, um, I will got to say there was, uh, I feel you on the ship part because there were times where it was rolling so bad uh, that I didn't even go. You know, once we hit those rough seas, I was like, I can't even go to the gym because uh, anything that I want to do, there's a possibility we take a roll and I'm going to be in the middle of a, of a rep and then, oh, well, there, there goes, there goes Josh. He's got to go to medical now. (laughs) Have more than one dumbbell land on you. That would suck. (laughs) Oh my God. I know. I'm not, I'm not ready for that kind of uh, headache. Jeez. I feel that though. But yeah, it, I, I. I feel that that form part. Um, and th- I think this is true for definitely for like beginners, uh, people just starting out lifting and, uh, uh, you know, little guys, you know, uh, the, some of the, some of the, uh, the advice that I would always hear from, I don't know, trainer videos or anything that you read is if you're a little guy, don't go in there with a big head thinking that you got to, you got to lift heavy with all those other guys. It's like, well, no, just because they, I'm just now, just now being able to bench press a plate on, mm-hmm. on the flat bench. Like, and, you know, and I've been kind of trying to stay consistent with the last few years and I'm finally able to, you know, warm up with the bar and then put a 45 on each side and actually bench that, you know, a good five, six times. And I'm like, all right, cool. And, um, and I, and that's one thing that I have to be cognizant of is the, uh, again, my injury. Um, I don't want to, you know, mess that up. Uh, and that sucks, man. Anytime, like I'll notice it too, when I'm in the middle of lifting, um, and I don't know, uh, how much you've, uh, you know, you were talking about, uh, staying focused on the shoulder and whatnot, but there are times where when I lift and if I do compensate too much, like my right shoulder is just on fire and then I got to be done. Like, I don't feel anything in my chest. My chest is still cold, but my, my shoulder is on fire. And I'm like, well, I think I'm done for the day. And I just felt like I wasted my time. 
kind of the exact feeling. It's like, wow, I just, I spent 45 minutes chasing a pec pump and my shoulder is, you know, the only thing I feel right now. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I think that's, uh, um, definitely that form comes in. Um, and, and it's almost scary. Like whenever I watch guys and, uh, I don't know, maybe you've seen this. Have you, have you been in the gym and you notice guys that, you know, maybe don't have the right form and are you one of those guys that hey i'm, I'm gonna go up to him and kind of talk to him or are you like uh you know i don't know if i'm gonna be that douchebag either you know what i mean i guess it's kind of circumstantial like i used to back in the day when i was like 18 19 i, I thought i had a right to just approach anybody and tell anyone like <laughs> that they were this way and i was i was right or whatever yeah but I, I ended up letting go of that like soon after that and I stopped with like bugging strangers about like you know because I just know people do their own thing really and it's like oh who are you to tell me you know right I, I just like minded my own business for a while but it really depends on the circumstance because if I see anyone who's like legitimately going to hurt themselves I'll, I'll always say something to them okay all like, right whoa whoa <laughs> you know like hey man <laughs> <laughs> people do some like crazy shit like squat with like more than four or five plates on each side without clips and there's someone like using the calf raise right next to that like it's just an actual <laughs> way like, i know i've had someone some idiot next to me you know didn't clip their bar and plates slid off and almost crushed my ankle once or twice so i, oh, I wow. just i don't play around with that you know that unsafe stuff that's true man that is true yeah shattered because someone else's negligence like, right not- <laughs> exactly there goes my dream <laughs> yeah i know i was like ah well i guess i'm gonna be on the couch for six months now thanks man mm-hmm. thanks um well i do want to i want let, let me uh because we got a little uh going there but i do want to ask you um i mentioned it but this whole bronzing thing in competition when you get sprayed uh Oh, yeah. First of all, uh, like, what is that like? Um, how does it come off? Is it like you, you get in the shower or whatever? And was it something you thought of, like, do you want to just buy some and take home so you don't have to worry about tanning anymore? <laughs> <laughs> there are uh, certain – it depends on, like, if uh, – like in Michigan, we have a company that uh, they – they're, like, a sponsor of each of the competitions. So they're at every single Michigan competition and they're the ones responsible for all the spray tans. And it's like a, you know, like you pay your fee and it's really easy and it's like the just promoted, you know, 95% of the people competing in that show are going to use that company. Yeah. Only like five, maybe the ones who are like definitely about to compete on the national stage two weeks later and like are probably going to become a pro and they're really, really serious. And certain people like that, like, think it's better to go out and either buy their own or use a different company and but anyway it's to me they're all the same i only know the one company but my experience with them is uh using like the bodybuilding mostly exposed category as an example Mm. Uh, you go in there and you either can be nude or literally put a sock (laughs) over it (laughs) and, and they spray you uh from your neck from your neck down you don't uh or i guess they do spray your face yeah you close your eyes and they you know they spray your face real quick but you get uh you it two days in a row the night before the show and then the morning of the show so you get two two layers because you really got to be dark 
And the reasoning behind the darkness is because the actual competition stage lights are so bright that uh, if you have any kind of like cuts and like, you know, uh, vascularity and like, you know, really like just details to your physique that you're not going to see them because you're going to be washed out by the bright lights. Yeah. So really dark tan, then the bright lights complement off the tan and you, you know, all your lines and symmetry and you know, all, all the other details of your body are much better displayed so right. like you really look super dark like when just up you know close and personal like really dark and orange almost and then yeah uh, you know on stage with the lights you don't you don't really look like that you almost look just like you know a little bit shiny and normal though so interesting it's really weird and it uh you really gotta like uh take care of your body like before and after a, a spray a tan like that to really get it to like look the way it's supposed to which okay. includes body shave <laughs> so oh okay yeah. that uh how long does that take you like a couple hours <laughs> yeah i think it took me like two hours and oh, uh it was a convenient way of uh getting uh, the water out of my body too because i was just sweating the whole time like during the shower because it was a really hot steaming shower yeah and so the whole time i'm just busy you know shaving or whatever and i'm sweating so by and yeah my girlfriend was shaving me <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that shower i think i literally lost 11 pounds of water that was in me like something like i think it was that that drastic wow like, sweating and then eventually like peeing after the shower so i lost all <laughs> water weight and I, I wasn't carrying any fat it was just water but i could have looked much different if i if i didn't do that you know right it's a tricky process but uh but yeah the, the full body shape takes a while and like you make sure like you exfoliate your skin to get to get the the tan to sit properly and uh then after the fact like it's not the worst to actually like wash off it com comes out uh, after about two days like fully you, you can't really tell you got spray tan the other day mm. like you still have you're still like shaven so it's kind of easy to like tell because in general you look like weird and pasty but shaved <laughs> <laughs> arms and whatnot you know and then uh especially like people like you know us like if you're used to having a beard like you know <laughs> you just like oh, full, yeah. full shave and then they don't uh, let you have beards you can, you can have beards but the like the judges just don't really prefer it like whatever uh. I think I personally look a little better, like, cause I, I come off as more skinny than bulky. Like when I'm, when I'm super lean, cause mm -hmm. I'm not on steroids or at least like in the past mm -hmm. to where I think it looked goofy to me. Like I would look a lot smaller with a beard covering up my neck, but my tiny neck makes my body look bigger. So I need to emphasize it, you know? Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Interesting. But the thing with the tan though, it doesn't come out of your like toenails and for like a year. <laughs> like that's the only place that it just stays so you're still tanned on your toenails after like yeah like between like it probably it probably goes away quickest like six months but like wow. they nails i guess <laughs> but other than that it washes right off that's uh huh i don't know how i feel about having spray tan toes for like a year that would be uh that would be kind of crazy, man. I don't even know how I've, I've never done a full body shave. That sounds very weird and awkward. Have you ever tried Nair? That might go no. quicker. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you should probably give that one a try next time. It literally wipes it away, man.
I, I definitely thought about it because like after like the first one, I was like, man, this would be a lot easier if I could just like drag a whole like strip. You know? Exactly. Yeah, and, and it's it, it doesn't it doesn't have the uh, nasty side effect. Well, I guess not side effects. We'll say the after effects of a wax. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to worry about you know forty year old virgin, you know, right. screaming Kelly Clarkson at the top of your lungs. But yeah. um, I uh, I ha- I have had people test nair in in like the nether regions and they do tell you not to do that <laughs> they're like yeah don't do that that was a bad idea i just wanted to see and yeah don't do that that's that's not a good idea doesn't so, sound no no i i wasn't sure of it uh but i know about nair yeah you should probably try nair next time man that might save you some time and 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 your girlfriend having to shave you mm-hmm. that's just <laughs> everybody can get a, a, an awkward picture now like hmm how, what does that look like <laughs> well yeah so it's a, but it's a weird sport that's for sure <laughs> no, no I'm, as we're finding out i can tell oh yeah so but you're um so you're going to school though all the while doing all this stuff so you were telling me you're 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 looking into uh non-profit non-profit like business management <laughs> Uh, some jazz like that. So what was that all about? So basically about a year ago, I got a job at this uh, nonprofit animal shelter that I'm like I mentioned earlier, I'm going to have to go back and work at whenever they reopen. And it was a really good experience, super relaxing, really good people, like, like kind of like a family, you know, small knit vibe. Yeah. And, and I was like, okay, you know, I, but to me, that was like a temporary job and just like a stepping stone at the time when I got it. And I was just graduated with my degree in sociology and military background. And I'm like, well, what do I do? And I was just working at the animal shelter and I ended up running into that uh, really similar to the military security gig. And mm-hmm. that was when I was like, cool, you know, career, like big, put my big boy pants on, you know, about to make. <laughs> bucks like you know time to grow up like all like I was on like that wave right and then and then that turned out to be like a just an absolute like joke of a company and like so I ended up uh you know walking away from it and I had a change of heart like okay I you know I'd much rather not shave every day I'd much rather just like relax and be <laughs> like like you know, just like like enjoying my life mm-hmm. and uh and get out of working for like assholes and uh <laughs> i think but, i think there's a lot of people that would uh, agree with that sentiment <laughs> yeah like well you know screw this like i like i like forget the whole like you know gr- like big serious corporate whatever you want to call it like i just mm-hmm. threw all that like out the window like i'm not really like that kind of serious of a guy like the whole suit and tie type of crap <laughs> like yeah it's like, like nah and I, I and i don't plan you know i making a career out of bodybuilding unless I get like really lucky during my hobby, you know, but, uh, but as far as like nonprofit goes, I'm like, okay, cool. I can be my own boss. I can pretty much, like I mentioned earlier, open, you know, for almost any cause that you can think of Mm -hmm. and like, you know, and any of them will be helping some sort, some sort of group to where it'd be like rewarding and feel good. And uh, my girlfriend's been working at a nonprofit for the entire time I knew her during our undergrad. And it was the same thing as like my uh, animal shelter, just really relaxing, good people and good, like good energy and good, uh, good intentions out of the company. And it wasn't, you know, like 
just like people who don't care about their employees, you know? Right. Right. And uh, so it was kind of all that like led to my change of heart. And then uh, she, my girlfriend was going to grad school online uh, for her master's and that just got, got us both thinking and got me thinking. And I saw that program that was offered and I had a little bit left on my GI bill to use. So I figured why not, you know, like just go, go see if you can get your old job back part-time and just go to school and like, you know, relax a little bit longer and like just focus on ahead, learn about this nonprofit stuff and eventually, you know, open one. Nice. Nice, man. So, so this is a, this is going to be a, a master's degree for you. Yes, sir. Okay. That is awesome, man. That is awesome. So what's, what's the, um, the nonprofit you're working at right now? You said it's an animal shelter? Yep. It's called a uh, Michigan anti-cruelty society. Mm. And they have like a little uh, vet veterinarian uh, attached to them. So like they, they do have like the animal hospital uh, stuff like, you know, spay and neuters and surgeries and all that going on. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but the actual like nonprofit is the shelter portion uh, mainly. And that, and I'm pretty much just like a, anything and everything person there, like, you know, putting animals in the system and doing the actual care mm-hmm. of the animals and like the cleanliness stuff and uh, like meeting with customers, trying to match up uh, certain uh, you know, families with uh, uh, adoptions that actually make sense, you know, like likable personalities of animals and uh, also like working with the dogs that are like potentially losing their mind in the kennel, like, you know, because they've been here for like too long or whatever. I try to like work with them, get them playtime and outdoors so they're not going crazy, you know? Right, right. Just a little bit of everything, but it's like, it's almost like I'm at home. I got four cats here at home and like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the things I do with dishes, laundry, and animal care is like the same thing I would do with that job. It's just like no big deal. Like it's, I never had one like, man, I had a rough day at work type of thing. <laughs> and, and plus the thing I've learned too was you need to uh, like, or me, me personally, I like a place that closes at a set time every day, like and on a schedule. Because my last job, it was like, I'm scheduled, you know, six to two today but literally anything could happen every single day. I never was guaranteed to be off by whatever told time they told me to. It was like, okay, something's happening. You'll be relieved as soon as possible. And then it's like, cool. You know, I was supposed to get off at like one and it's like, now it's like four and they're still not even telling me why I can't be relieved and why there's no one to relieve me. Right. Like, like literally the kind of crap I was experiencing with that other job. It was just like, look like private security. It's not that it shouldn't be that hard. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I ended up having to walk away because I'm, I'm really like a schedule based person, especially being a bodybuilder. I like to know what, like how my day is looking so I can plan my workout and how I'm eating and what I'm eating. And what right. I'm eating. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. Yeah. You're de- I can mean, I can see that you're, I mean, having a schedule and when to work out and then when to eat. Yeah. You're definitely on a, every day is, is, is gotta be scheduled. You gotta know what's going on, what to do. Uh, I mean, yeah, that makes sense, man. So, uh, I don't, I, I don't blame you. <laughs> I know I'm going home at four every day. It's so, you know, it's like yeah. cool. I'll be home at four thirty. No big deal. Right. Instead man. of like, sure. Hope I'm home by like maybe seven. <laughs> and I had like every, all this plan. I was supposed to get, you know, go shopping. I was supposed to have this appointment. Like none of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah out at this time (laughs) but it looks like but so the you mentioned the this bodybuilding it's uh something that you you're definitely doing or or trying to do professionally but 
it's I guess it's more of just like a hobby for the time being. Um, you got a these other aspirations. So you think this is where your passion would be to like get something in more long term? Yeah, I think so. Like, there's not a single like version of myself down the line that I could picture not enjoying running my own nonprofit. Hmm. So, I, plus, there's also I'm in no, no, like no hurry to open one either. Uh, so like, I feel like I got enough time to either like work at a few different ones and learn, learn about, you know, the ways certain ones operate, find like what kind of one I would like to open. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to like knock this out now and then eventually like gain this experience and like after knowing what to like look for and then uh, be able to open one somewhere down the line rather than just like rush right into like something I'm not ready for, uh, or whatever. Yeah. I'll say, well, I know, uh, before we started, you were mentioning something with like, even with veterans, uh, and, and I'm, uh, I feel that hundred percent. So I'm going to give a shout out and I'm also going to recommend, uh, there is a nonprofit by the name of, uh, team Rubicon. (laughs) Team Rubicon. Team Rubicon. Uh, they are a veteran-based nonprofit, and they are uh, um, they are assistance with uh, natural disasters. So anytime there's like a tornado, hurricane that goes through and destroys homes and everything, uh, they're a nonprofit that go and work in coordination with uh, um, other nonprofits and, and government agencies to help people rebuild and and you know things like that. Um, I am currently a member and I haven't gone on any real, like deplo- they call deployments because they, they, you can go out because uh, down in my region recently, there was, well, I guess last few months, a few months ago was the uh, fires in California. Um, mm. Well, I guess the seasonal ones, cause they always have fires. Um, but more recently they're helping out with like food drives and everything like COVID and all that stuff. Right. Uh, so just, just to throw that out there to you, just so you know, um, you mentioned veterans and they work with them and, and I, I heard about them. I actually did a project on them when I was in, when I was still getting my associates in Washington. Uh, so I found this nonprofit and I just did like a research thing on them. And, uh, I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna see if I can get involved. So I, like I said, I've only done the one, but I could definitely see myself working with them in some capacity. That's awesome. Uh, so, uh, I'll, yeah, like I'll, everything like that I've ever heard, like nonprofits, it's always like such a like, wow, you guys are really helping out, like making yeah. different. Like it's just like such like good energy and good intention. So I, I realized like that's kind of where I would like to be outside of you know if uh, you know like I said, bodybuilding. You know maybe you know someday would take off. Like if I fig- ever figure out the shoulder and whatnot. And, uh, really like you know put the pedal to the metal and whatever but right uh, you know that that's just kind of like uh up to chance at this point you know depending on what they say about the shoulder so until then like you know this is definitely probably the plan because uh and you know i'm pretty much going to be with <laughs> with my girlfriend like we're you know we're like forever pals you know like, like, <laughs> the whole marriage thing and whatnot eventually like so <laughs> Uh, so her like being part of my life is really beneficial because it, uh, causes us to, you know, we're sharing everything. So neither of us are having to like, you know, work like 60 hours or anything crazy. So, you know, we're both contributing and doing well mm-hmm. to where, uh, 
you know, it should be, should be pretty cool to you know, have her helping me out with, uh, you know, with figuring all this, like different ideas out. She's yeah. uh, in master's for psychology. So, and she also has her bachelor's in uh, religion. So there's just like, there's like a lot of areas of our life, you know, like, you know, I'm huge in music too. And uh, I, all, yeah, I, I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do, what do I want to do? I don't know yet. So <laughs> I have the right tools, like my toolbox to be able to do pretty much whatever, you know, whenever. Yeah, man. No, I mean, that, that, but that's cool though. I like, I like the fact that, uh, first of all, I like the fact that you threw out marriage just very nonchalantly. Yeah, I guess we'll go ahead. We'll do that down the road eventually at some point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel that having all these different tools, uh, you know, uh, and honestly, I think that could be a thing with just people nowadays. Um, you're seeing people change jobs more frequently. You're seeing people even change careers more frequently. Um, yep. it's no longer that like people just can't get comfy anymore in a job for 10, 20, 30 some years and, you know, and be okay with that. There's like all these people doing all these different things. And I actually just saw, uh, I was watching a Ted talk on, um, somebody that, uh, put a word to this and, um, I, I it was, I think it was a, a multi potentialite is I think the, the word that she coined. And yeah. it's, it's, it's this sense that people, there are some people that, uh, get into all these different things in life and they, they can't really settle for like that one thing, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, so it definitely sounds like, uh, you're on that path anyways, with, uh, the kind of education you've had and your background. And so, um, uh, yeah, it's a, that sounds like me <laughs> <laughs> hit, hit the nail there there you go well, man what <laughs> <laughs> absolutely uh if i can remember who that was i'll send you that information and you can give it a look see and Definitely. Uh, um I, I like ted talks anyways they, they're, they're pretty cool but oh, um, yeah. well i wish you all the luck in the world with that man uh i know you probably got other things to do you said you had uh some chores around yeah. the house and whatnot so I'll, I'll go ahead and wrap this up man but um it was good talking to you, man. I hope you, again, all the best of luck to you in the world and you keep lifting those weights. I hope your shoulder gets better. <laughs> and it was awesome catching up with you. This, this was super fun. I'm, I'm definitely going to do like another one eventually. All right. Well, hey, man, I know how to get in touch with you, so I'll definitely hit you up, man. All right? For sure. Take it easy, bro. All right. Bye, everybody.